Evening, Granny. Do you have any goodies for a Halloween witch? Witch? <laughs> Which episode is this? Yes, I'm Joe Fulton. We found a cure for the common scold. I'm Kevin Leeson. The Compendium Maleficarum. It's Wikipedia. I'm Torn Atkinson. And this is Caustic Soda! The low German Wiccan means to use witchcraft. Do you have to say that even lower, though? Wiccan. Wiccan. Because it's low German? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's yeah, right. Because yeah, yeah. high German would be Wiccan. Wiccan. <laughs> also meaning soothsayer. What does sooth mean? Uh, forsooth, I do not know. Thor tooth. Oh, a Thor tooth. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's when you tooth the Thor. Highly dubious. Uh, sooth, old English, truth, justice, righteousness, rectitude, reality, certainty. So there you uh, go. So a truth sayer. So a truth sayer. There is a lot of truth in witchcraft, we will learn. Okay. Today. So what are we talking episode. about today? This is the witchcraft episode. Oh, not witches. Uh, witches and witchcraft together. Mm. At last, finally. Mm. We oh, managed finally. to get the witches and the witchcraft together mm. in one podcast. How about sandwiches? We're going to talk about sandwiches? Uh, sandwichcraft? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm ca- can you tell I'm hungry? Let's Can't wait break. to get out of here? During the break, there'll be some sandwichcraft. I uh, totally remember as a kid reading one of the Chronicles of Narnia mm-hmm. and it mentioning something about sandwiches and me going, there are witches made of sand? And then I reread it and went, oh, I totally read that wrong. <laughs> Witches made of sand would be pretty cool. Though. Yes. That's true. Mm-hmm. And they have special, like, desert witches. Yes. Yeah. The sand witches. Oh, watch out for this. Also known as the uh, dune hags. Oh, yeah. There you go. Wiccophobia, or the fear of witchcraft, was once a societal norm throughout much of Christian Europe and right. the United States. Hence the burnings and the drownings and the flayings yeah. mm-hmm. and the torturings and the whatnot things. Pop quiz. What do you call a group of witches? A, a coven. coven. Oh, I think I think Joe was slightly ahead. Uh, although I saw reply. a movie once where they corrected uh, that mispronunciation <laughs> yeah, quite often. That it it actually is correctly pronounced Coven. What it, movie was that? Uh, American movie. American movie. <laughs> that is a fantastic film. I didn't use any witch hunt information in this episode because I think we will have a witch hunt episode. Okay. A whole that, episode dedicated to witch hunts? Will we go hunting ourselves for witches in if that we episode? Can, yes. Okay. Be great. All right. What, and, do, what do you hunt witches with? Uh, with a witch finder. Okay. All right. <laughs> like a PKE Yeah. A witchometer? Witchometer. Mm-hmm. Also, Inquisition could be its own episode, don't you think? Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Nobody would expect us to do that. No. Mm-hmm. Certainly Nobody. not after we've told them. Mm-hmm. And uh, a torture episode on its own, for sure. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to torture Kevin for that, right? Mm-hmm. Might we also do an exorcism episode? I say the yes. Yeah, we're going to okay. exercise Kevin out of the podcast on that one, yeah. right? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't do exercise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody here does. Oh, exercise. you That's... spelled it. <laughs> That's what happened there. <laughs> and check out our bad books episode for information on the Malleus Maleficarum, which was the manual for hunting witches. Yeah, witchcraft broadly means the practice of and belief in magical skills and abilities exercised by persons with the necessary esoteric secret knowledge. Mm-hmm. Witchcraft oh, is a complex concept. Esoteric kind of means secret. Yeah. So it's the secret secret knowledge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. The very, the most secret of all the knowledges. Carry on. 
Witchcraft is a complex concept that varies culturally and societally. Right. Therefore, it is difficult to define with precision and cross-cultural assumptions about the meaning or significance of the term should be applied with caution. Right, because some cultures have, like, shamans who practice witchcraft, but everybody loves them. Right. And other cultures, they have to do it in secret because everybody hates them. And, the you know, the authority figures will persecute them and whatnot. Yeah. So, from culture to culture, the perception of witchcraft... Whip, whip crash? Whip crash. Oh. <laughs> Kapow. Yeah, everybody likes a good whip crash. I thought you were going to talk about whipcraft. The making of, whip, of whips. Yeah, we call up Indiana Jones for that one. World Witch- of Witchcraft is my favorite massively multiplayer <laughs> online spellcasting game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Witchcraft often occupies a religious divinatory or medicinal role and is often present within societies and groups whose cultural framework includes a magical worldview. Right. Call back to our superstition episode. Got it. Mm. Although witchcraft can often share common ground with related concepts such as sorcery, mm-hmm. the paranormal, mm-hmm. magic, superstition, mm-hmm. necromancy, uh-huh. possession, right. shamanism, of course. healing, mm-hmm. spiritualism, nature worship, and the occult, it is usually seen as distinct from these when examined by sociologists and anthropologists. Got it. Historically, the predominant concept of witchcraft in the Western world derives from Old Testament laws against witchcraft and entered the mainstream when belief in witchcraft gained church approval in the early modern period. Got it. It posits a theosophical conflict between good and evil, where witchcraft was generally evil and often associated with devil worship. And what was good? That was like uh, putting a wafer on your tongue and telling you it's the it's the flesh of Christ. And, yeah. Uh, that's the good magic. Yeah. When you drink the good wine. Magic, bad magic. Yeah, when you drink the wine, it's the blood of Christ. It transubstantiates right on your tongue. That's right. Cannibalism and drinking blood, totally good. Good magic. Flying on a broom, carrying black cats, mm-hmm. that's evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. This culminated in deaths, torture, and scapegoating and many years of large-scale witch trials and witch hunts, especially in Protestant Europe. Yeah. From the mid-20th century, witchcraft, sometimes called contemporary witchcraft to clearly distinguish it, from older beliefs, mm-hmm. became the name of a branch of modern paganism. It is most notably practiced in the Wiccan and modern witchcraft traditions and no longer practices in secrecy. Right. As yeah. far as we know. We're loud mm-hmm. and we're proud. We're witches. We're out there. We're here. Don't fear. Don't fear. Uh-huh. It's clear. Get used to it. Mm-hmm. Contemporary <laughs> witchcraft is largely a subset of modern, greater modern paganism. Its practice involves varying degrees of magic, shamanism, folk medicine, spiritual healing, calling on elementals and spirits, uh-huh. veneration of ancient deities, and attunement with the forces of nature. Got uh-huh. it. Even today, there is confusion and disagreement about the beliefs and practices of both Wiccans and Satanists. This is particularly true among some conservative Christians. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you could have ended that uh, sentence about five words in when dealing with conservative Christians. There's Even today, there's confusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to www witchcraft.com.au That's Oh, Australian, Australian witches. Yeah. It is uh, the craft of no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. It's throwing now the, uh, the familiar on the bobby. <laughs> I was thinking in Australia, the brooms fly them because they're upside down. Of oh. course, of course. And they, they, they go uh, counterclockwise. That's they right. circle counterclockwise. It is the craft of which only the utmost respect for Mother Nature. That's more British, but yeah, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, okay. Witches may possess supernatural abilities and can perform rituals that are out of the ordinary, but they are not what society pictures, pictures them to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do they put the cackling in? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, but in text form? 
The cackle in text form? Yeah. It's part of the witch code. You have to do it. Yeah. C-O-L, cackling out loud. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Spears are used by Wiccans and are a series of rituals and prayers that are conducted in witchcraft to ask for divine help in a certain aspect of life. Okay, all right. Divine I'm... help in a certain aspect of life? That, oh, God, yeah. that hurts. I totally want to make C-O-L a thing. I'm going to start using it, cackling out loud. <laughs> Got it. C-O-L. That's what happens a lot on witchcraft.com.au. People will just think that you're misspelling cool. Any person become can become a witch with training. Okay. You don't have to have special powers, right? You don't. You, you have to be a mutant. You're born with. Yeah. Right. You can. It's a. It's a skill. It's a trade. The Wiccan Reed, R E D E, uh-huh. possibly Rede, uh, Reedy, is the witch's law and code of ethics. It says in part, "Side the wicked law ye must in perfect love and perfect trust." These eight words the wicked read fulfill, and ye harm none, do as ye will. Wow, they sure like the rhyming. And never mind the rule of three. What ye send out comes back to thee. Oh, wow, it is, it's all about couplets, isn't it? Follow isn't it? this with mind and heart, and merry ye meet, and merry ye part. Mm. Sounds good. <laughs> I think it's C-O-L. Uh, what this means is that witches should not perform magic that would harm another person. If they do, it will come back to them three times worse. That's kind That's of true of about three. even not magic that would harm other people. Mm-hmm. Comes it's back three times worse? I, you know, uh, yeah. Punch one guy, three people who punch you? Uh, maybe not necessarily exactly that kind of uh, reciprocity, but, mm. uh, you Ooh, know, you, yeah, I'm not even <laughs> sure if I'm using the right word there. Uh, that is- uh, but you punch somebody, and your life's going to get a little worse, probably. Probably three times worse than getting punched one time. Throughout the early modern period, the English term witch was not exclusively negative in meaning and could also indicate cunning folk. Cunning mm. folk. Mm. Right. Uh, folk healers. Right. The cunning folk. Right. Other terms include white witches and blessers. Mm. Many cultures worldwide continue to have widespread practices and cultural beliefs that are loosely translated into English as witchcraft, although the English translation masks a very great diversity in their forms, magical beliefs, practices, and place in their societies. So are we covering those then? Yes. Okay, good. Anyone want to guess how many witches there are in the world today? Uh, a billion. Okay, mm, are, we, are we talking people who claim to be Wiccan? Or are we talking people who claim to be able to cast spells and stuff like that? It's up to you. Okay, so low end, like spell casty, uh, half a million. High end, I don't know, a couple million. Well, according to the 2001 American Religious Identification Survey, mm-hmm. well, 408,000 adults in the U.S. are Wiccans. All right. Okay. Or witches. But I found another source that said 500,000 to 3 million in the world. Well, Joe was pretty much spot on. He said 500,000 to 2 million. Yeah. In the history. <laughs> 2000 BC. Babylon's Code of Hammurabi instructs. And that's 2000 before cackling? If a man has laid a charge of witchcraft and has not justified it, he upon whom the witchcraft is laid shall go to the holy river. Oh. He mm. shall plunge into the holy river, and if the holy river overcome him, he who accused him shall take to himself his house. I don't know what that oh. means. Uh, you, if somebody's accused of being a witch, you throw them in a river, and if they sink then you get his, and die, then you get his house. Oh, Okay. That yeah. is that is that is unfortunate motivation for people to throw other people into rivers with like rocks around. Do their I ankles. really need a reason? 
Uh, That's my question, Hammurabi. You didn't need a reason, but now you got one. So basically you're making a bet that somebody will drown if you throw them into a river. Right. And if you win the bet, you get their house. Yeah. But here's a, here's here's what's not contained in this. Yeah. What if the person doesn't drown? Do they get to like kick you in the nuts or something? I would think you know, swimming would become like a necessary skill right. in this culture. I mean, Hammer Rabbi was the eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth guy, right? So very least, you get to throw this other dude in the river. I'm not a witch. He's a witch. Throw us both in the river. Wait, I take back my accusation. Yeah. <laughs> this like is why it. you have to learn how to swim good. This is why you got to learn how to talk good. Yeah. <laughs> Third century AD, under the pre-Christian Roman Empire, punishment of burning alive was enacted by the state against witches who brought up about another person's death through their enchantments. Right. Okay. All right. You enchanted me. Now we kill you. We burn you alive. Burn you alive. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they totally got lots of proof that they did it with enchantments, right? Proof is in the enchanted pudding. Yeah, my friend. Mm-hmm. Unless they're casting an enchantment to protect you from the actual evil witch. Oh, you've d- you've burned alive your protector. Oh. Uh-huh. 1080 AD, Pope Gregory VII writes a letter to King Harold of Denmark forbidding witches to be put to death upon presumption of their having caused storms, oh. failure of crops, or pestilence. Right. Yeah, you, you can't put them to death for saying that they caused storms, failed crops, or pestilence. Find some other reason. Find some other reason. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. 1275, the first witch is burned to death after judicial sentence of an inquisitor in Toulouse, France. Ah, the Inquisition. Toulouse. Mm-hmm. Her name was Hugues de Bagnol. And she, quote, confessed to giving birth to a monster after oh. intercourse with an evil spirit yeah. and to having nourished it with baby's flesh, which she procured in her nocturnal expeditions. I like this mm-hmm. story. She slept with a demon. Or an evil spirit. Uh, an mon- evil spirit. Yeah, yeah. Gave birth to a monster. Awesome. And Love then it. found in her nocturnal... Go out at night. Steal babies. Find baby flesh. To yeah. feed to the monster. Yes. Now, where is the monster? Obviously, the monster was presented in court as evidence. Possibly. P- yeah. Perhaps the monster was too much of, a, of a, an infant at the time and could not be held responsible for the baby flesh that it ate. Uh, so it was mm. given to a loving family I to be see. raised and re-educated as a good monster. Uh-huh. There, uh, Perhaps I, this is a callback to Deformity episode. Oh, maybe. And the baby monster. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. The eight-legged baby monster. Right. Yeah, the baby flesh could be, you know, baby chickens. I guess they didn't specify <laughs> And the evil babies. spirit could be a guy who was just a dick. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, that obviously, have giving birth to a baby monster. Maybe when there they, was definitely a dick involved. Maybe when she said evil spirit, she meant like absinthe. There you go. I got really right. drunk. I got head intercourse with this absinthe. Yeah. And then I had a baby. 1300 to 1330, the beginning of the witch trials in Europe. Okay. Yes. Ooh, thir- 30 years of trials. Yeah. Well, 13, beginning. 30 years of the beginning. Oh, God. In, that was a 30-year start period. Yeah. We're just getting warmed up. Is this, that chainsaw takes a lot of revving to get going. So I was to say, this is one of those, this is like getting the train going on the tracks. You always have that. Takes a while to get up full steam That's ahead. How I feel about this podcast quite often. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you're not too far from the truth. 1334, large-scale witch trial in Toulouse, France, in which 63 persons were accused. Mm-hmm. Of these, eight were handed over to the state to be burned, and the rest imprisoned. Why okay. are there so many witches in Toulouse? It's because of that painter, Toulouse-Lautrec. Oh, I was thinking they're uh, <laughs> too loose with the regulations. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tighten up. Tighten up those yeah, uh, which, regulations yeah. that would become, uh, so you change just, your name from too loose to reasonably strict. Yeah. Yes. France. Yeah. 1647, the first hanging for a witch in New England. Right. Okay. 
1692, between May and October, 19 people are tried and hanged as witches in Salem, Massachusetts. Good old Salem. Oh, yeah. I've heard, I've yeah. heard that this has been uh, obviously uh, recounted in literature and in movies. movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plays, perhaps. Plays. The Crucible. Maybe a role-playing game or two. Mm-hmm. 1782, last known execution for witchcraft takes place in Switzerland in okay. the Protestant canton of Glarus. 1782. Yeah. I, I would not have guessed that there would have been an execution on uh, charges of witchcraft that late in the era. I mean, we're, I, we're well, as we'll find out, there are still things going on today yeah. right. in, the, in the news section. Right, but got it. this is, I guess, in the official uh, there's, kind of... There's always going to be unhinged people who think that this stuff happens and think right. that the people who do it should be killed. Right, and, but this is state-sanctioned. True, yeah, mm-hmm. state-sanctioned. That's but something else entirely. States are a bunch of people, so all you need is enough people who are unhinged, who mm-hmm. believe in this stuff, to get together and say, we need to make a rule. And for enough of people like us to go, I'm not paying attention. Do you think you would be happy or unhappy about being the last witch in the Western <laughs> world to be executed? Yeah, I made it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you think you'd be... Would you, would that be well, at least I'm the last one. That was yeah. her greatest spell. Oh. oh! I uh, curse you, you all to be unable to have state-sanctioned witch burnings forever. After you kill me, but it, the cost is my life. Mm-hmm. Ah, damn it! Yeah, once you kill me, there'll be a curse on the government. 1939. Gerald Gardner, an English author, an amateur anthropologist, and archaeologist, joined the Folklore Society and presented a paper on witchcraft. Okay. In 1954, Gardner published Witchcraft Today which many regard as the founding of contemporary Wicca. Mm, okay. mm-hmm. Gardner was known by his craft name Sire, and as also as the father of Wicca. Or possibly Skyre. Skyre, S-C-I-R-E. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Skire. That's, that's what I would, Skire. if I was, that was my name, I'd right. put, a, put in a curse hand in there and make it look nice. I'd, I'd use a K, though, if I wanted to make sure that it For was... For spelling. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. In the late 50s, Gardner's overt attempts at garnering media attention was one of the major reasons for rifts in his coven, or coven. Mm-hmm. Many witches felt he was threatening their traditional vows of secrecy and bringing about too much bad publicity, which in turn led to ostracism and job losses. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, people are like, oh, you're a witch? Um, you're fired. Yeah, I do not want... And, uh, try to take me... Any court in the land will hold up my decision to fire you for, for witchcraft. And it would be many years before Hot Topic would show up to take all those people to give them jobs. Uh-huh. Gardner introduced the Wiccan laws to his coven, which drastically limited the powers of the high priestess and even allowed the high priest to call for the retirement of the high priestess when he considered her too old. Okay. This is like, I'm in charge now. I need younger, hotter high priestesses. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I mean, when I got into witchcraft, I was promised a lot of young, hot high priestesses. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is like those airlines that would, like, fire their their stewardesses once they got a little too long in the tooth. And practicing witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the claim. It was a very convenient way of firing them. Right. Eh, witchcraft. It's hard to do burning on a stake on a traveling airplane. You're not allowed very to start fires so. in those compressed compartments. Uh-huh. Now, the high priest and other members of the coven were furious and left in disgust. Rightly so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like to thank Corey for a lot of the uh, research finding awesome. in this episode. The dead giveaway when uh, the father of modern Wiccan uh, knew he had salacious purposes for the youthifying of the high priest's position. When he married it to a bikini competition. The high priestess should be the one who looks best in the swimsuit yeah, it's not, competition. It's not It's not Miss USA. It's like Miss Wiccan. It's all yeah. made it like all the, the bikinis are made of like leaves and oh, whatnot. But yeah. the skills, the special skills section would be that much more entertaining for Miss Wiccan. Miss Third Circle of Hell. Yeah. That's what it. do you think? It'd be a, a pentagram drawing, casting of curses. It's basically, she wanted to have uh, Vampirella as uh, the high priestess. Or Elvira. Now... 
as mentioned, we will have an Inquisition episode and a torture episode, but here are a few relevant items specific to witches uh, during the Inquisition. Okay. okay. Once accused of witchcraft, it was virtually impossible to escape conviction. Mm-hmm. After cross-examination, the victim's body was examined for the witch's mark. After cross-examination? Cross yeah. That's what that means basically angry. Oh, I thought they'd like burn them on the... angry examination. No, I thought it was when they burned them on the cross. Or just... That's what I, oh, that's... I thought that's what their cross-examination was. <laughs> or just nail them up to a cross and take a look at them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that looks oh, like a witch. burned pretty good, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Historian Walter Nigg describes the process. She was stripped naked, and the executioner shaved off all her body hair in order to seek in the, for... in the hidden places mm. of the body the sign which the devil imprinted on his cohorts. Mm-hmm. Warts, freckles, and birthmarks were considered tokens of amorous relations with Satan. Who doesn't have some freckles somewhere? I guess that's... Well, here's the thing. Should a woman show no sign of a witch's mark, guilt could still be established by methods such as sticking needles in the accused eyes. Oh, what? So they stuck a needle in the accused eye, and then this resulted in knowing that they're a witch because what? She's screaming like a witch now. I see. Obviously a witch. If she wasn't a witch, she wouldn't be protesting that needles were being stuck in her eyes. Oh, right, because she would understand her place. The confession was then extracted by the hideous methods of torture already developed under uh, during earlier phases of the Inquisition, such mm-hmm. as dunking, yeah. originally used for punishment of scolds. Who knows what a scold is? Mm, that's a particularly strict teacher. Scold? Yeah, they're scolding their students. Scold is uh, when you are up in the north and you put tobacco, uh, chewing tobacco into your mouth. It's scold mm, right. that you put okay. in there. Okay. It's freaking scold out. Uh, a scold is a troublesome and angry woman who broke the public peace by habitually arguing and quarreling with her neighbors. That's a scold. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So scolds would be dunked. To hmm. stop being such a bitch. You Witch. said it. Yeah. Oh, rhymes with witch? Stop being such a witch. In dunking, the accused would be strapped to a chair that hung from a beam and uh, that could raise and lower. The chair would then lower into a cold body of water with the accused. This could last for an entire day. Wow. That is a long time. Elderly women that were accused of witchcraft often died from the shock of the cold water. Right. Now, in addition to dunking, there's also ducking. Dunking and ducking. Dunking and ducking. Dunking. Is that what happened on uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where they compared the weight between the witch and the duck? No. Ducking was later inflicted without the chair when determining if the accused was a witch. The victim's right thumb was bound to her left big toe. Okay. All right. It's a fun, fun exercise for everyone to Got do it. right now. Got it. be bound together, right? A rope was attached to her waist and then thrown into a river or deep pond if the witch floated. It was deemed that she was in league with the devil, rejecting the baptismal water. Right. If the witch sank, she was deemed innocent. Right, but drowned. But but dead. But, but yeah. still dead. Yeah. 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 So if you floated, you'd get pulled out of the water and then burned. Yeah. And if sunk to the bottom, you could get a Christian burial. If you can avoid being accused as a witch, the, my advice would be to do, do that. Yes. Right. That's probably the best way to go about avoiding right. getting Way uh, to victim burned. blame, Torn. Oh, Torn. Did you ever hear the witch's cradle? Uh, yes, that is where uh, Wendy, the young, the little from Harvey Comics, oh. she's a very small witch. Oh. And so, therefore, I assume she she's quite cradle. young and she must need a cradle. Does it help that... Uh, Wendy, the good little witch? Does it help You I... don't know what I'm talking about. Nope. Okay. Does it help if I told you that the witch uh, is in the witch's cradle has an 
extra E on the end. Oh, that must mean it's extra old timey. Witchy's cradle. Okay. Uh, accused witches were tied up in a sack, which was then strung up by a tree limb and pushed so that it would swing. Awesome. The swinging would make the accused witch disoriented, so they were more prone to confess. Also, being put in a bag. Yeah. Also disoriented just yeah. from that, just right off the bat. This is this is like a medieval uh, tilt-a-whirl. Like, you could <laughs> yeah. actually get people to pay for this privilege, right? Uh, most would suffer from hallucinations, oh. which added more flavor to their story. Again, I presume this is happening like over the course of a day. I was about I've to been say in the bag for like would, twelve hours. You would need to be swung a long time to start hallucinating. It would start off with "wee," yeah. and then end uh, up with uh, and "then Satan and I had an orgy." Uh, during these tortures, sexual mutilation of accused witches was not uncommon. They're probably swinging them with like big clubs. Uh, oh, oh, you think this is a witch pinata? Yeah, just hitting the bag right? and trying to make it swing. We're yeah. making it swing. That's why we're hitting it. Good. With the orthodox understanding that divinity had little or nothing to do with the physical world, sexual desire was perceived to be ungodly. Right. When the men persecuting accused witches found themselves sexually aroused, they assumed that such desire emanated not from themselves, but from the woman. Right. They're so sending out sexy a, waves. She was casting an inadvertent spell on them. Right. Waves of uh, lust. The boner waves. Yeah. To combat these urges, they focused their attacks with hot irons and pinchers. Right. On the breasts and genitals. Ugh. Uh, some rules pardoned sexual abuse by allowing men deemed zealous Catholics to visit female prisoners in solitary confinement. Interesting. The people of Toulouse were convinced that the Inquisitor Fouque de Saint-Georges arraigned women for no other reason than to sexually abuse them. Unless the witch died during torture, she was taken to the stake. Since many of the burnings took place in public squares, Inquisitors prevented the victims from talking to the crowds by using wooden gags or cutting their tongues out. Oh, God. Well, that, yeah. Mm, that well, that would keep them from speaking to the crowd. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm telling them what, what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so before I die, let me tell you what this inquisitor did to me. Oh, so you think that this inquisitor, if he's walking through town and then walked past a lady that gave him a boner, be like witch, just automatically any boner yes. causing lady was a witch. Yeah. And then he would get to take them to the prison yep. and then torture them. Yeah. Uh, until they no longer had a boner. Yeah. I'll tell you, if I was uh, a lady in the town where this inquisitor lived. Uh, I would have dressed like a man. I would. I would. Who knows? That might do it to him for him as well. Oh, that because it was man the way they were dressed. Feminine. They were asking for it. What with no, the pointy black hat? No, I think. I think. <laughs> I think I'd station you know uh, a lookout outside this guy's house, and as soon as he hit the streets, like yeah. put the call out, ladies, yeah. get behind closed doors. Well, this brings us to the burning at the stake mm-hmm. uh, portion, also known as auto de fe. Who knows what that means? Auto uh, de fe. Uh, eight. Uh, eight-legged freaks. House face belt. F.E. With a oh. little back uh, on something. Oh, fire. Something about fire. Uh, iron car. I'm sticking with... Iron, iron defay. Well, they didn't have the periodic table of elements then, I don't think. So F.E. is F. iron. Came probably from somewhere. To do with it. <laughs> from ferrous material. Yeah. 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 No, I, it starts uh, with I, I'm sticking with eight-legged freaks. Although I think fey means something to do with fire. Uh, actually, act of faith. Oh, there you go. Okay. Act of faith. Mm-hmm. In 1572, the authorities imposed the penalty of burning with for witchcraft of every kind, including simple fortune telling. Total fortune burned. Ah, tarot cards. Although the number of nine million witches burned in Europe has been bandied about in popular culture and the media. Today, based on meticulous study of trial records, mm-hmm. inquisitorial registers, and the utilization of modern statistical methods, mm-hmm. the research community on witchcraft has reached an agreement of roughly 40,000 to 50,000 people executed for right. witchcraft in Europe in total, and by no means all of them executed by being burned alive. 
Yeah, that's not such a big. Oh, never mind. That's a lot. Still. Yeah, it's that's still a lot. lot. More people than I know. Well, especially when the yeah. population it's more than my Facebook friend count. You know, in like in like eleven sixteen, the population of London was like eighty thousand people or something, right? <laughs> right. Good point. Yeah. The witch is familiar. Mm-hmm. In European folk belief of the medieval and early modern periods, familiar spirits, sometimes referred to as simply familiars or animal guides, mm-hmm. were supernatural entities believed to assist witches in their practice of magic. Mm-hmm. They would appear in numerous guises, often as an animal, but also at times as a human or humanoid figure. Mm-hmm. When they served witches, they were often thought to be malevolent and categorized as demons. While when they were working for cunning folk, mm-hmm. they were often thought of as benevolent fairies. Okay. Okay. Right? All right. This, uh, the way they think about them is a lot like dogs. You know, dogs are great unless they're owned by total assholes and then they're demons. In most cases, the witch would conjure the familiar when they needed their assistance, although there are many different ways that they did this. Uh, the Essex witch, Joan Cunny, claimed in 1589 that she had to kneel down within a circle and pray to Satan for her familiar to appear. Prove it. Right. <laughs> Prove it. Let's see it. Come on, yeah. do it. While the Wiltshire cunning woman Anne Bodenham described in 1653 that she conjured her familiars by reading books. That's called imagination. In some rare cases, there were accounts where the familiars would appear at times when they were unwanted and not called upon. For instance, the Huntingdonshire witch... Elizabeth Chandler noted in 1646 that she could not control when her two familiars named Beelzebub and Trulabub appeared to her and had prayed for a god to deliver her therefrom. Do not want familiars here right now. Right. Staring at me from the end of the bed while I'm making sweet love to my... too familiar. Yes. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) During the English Civil War, Mm -hmm. the royalist general Prince Rupert was in the habit of taking his large poodle named Boy into battle with him. Rupert and Boy? It sounds like a a Japanese cartoon. Prince and his dog. Mm -hmm. Throughout the war, the dog was was greatly feared among opposing parliamentarian forces and credited with supernatural powers. The dog was apparently considered a kind of familiar. Oh, okay. At the end of the war, the dog was shot, allegedly with a silver bullet. Because because his master was too good at kicking ass. Contemporary yeah. Wiccans utilize the concept of familiars due to their associate with, association with older forms of magic. These contemporary practitioners utilize pets, wildlife, or believe that invisible spirit versions of familiars act as magical aids. Pop quiz. All right, let's hear it. Who? What are the animal familiars available in Third Edition Dungeons and Dragons? Oh God, <laughs> I don't think I ever played Third Edition. Uh, bats. Yes. Cats. Yes. Rats? Yes. Mats? Nope. Spats? L- lizard? Is there a lizard? Ooh, no. Reptiles? Oh, that's the first thing. That, well, so far, we haven't hit anything that doesn't rhyme with uh, <laughs> with, with fat. Bat. Yeah. Ooh, fats. Like as in a fat guy. No. Nope. Fats Domino. Nope. Mm. Fats Domino, definitely not. Uh, okay, congrats. Oh, wait, sorry. Lizard, yes. Yeah, Pardon uh, me. Hey, lizard. Lizard gives you a plus three bonus on your climb check. Oh. Oh, climb check. Is... Okay. All right, so we have one that I can I can now go off the uh, yeah the rhyming with that. It can rhyme with lizard though. Okay, gizzard. That's the inside of a bird. Not an animal. Fizzard. How about uh, hint? They are all animals. Buzzard. Oh, close. Vulture. A hawk. Hawk. Yeah. Okay. And and raven. Raven raven. also is there. Oh yeah, Yeah, of course a raven. Yeah. Okay. And owls. So there we go. Yeah, several birds. All right. Come on, this is an easy one. This is one more easy one. Uh, A dog? dog. Nope. Uh, Think. Use your one. brains. Uh, a frog or a toad? Yeah, there you go. That's one. Oh, I was going to go with pot-bellied pig. Also, snake and weasel. Mm. Oh, yeah. Pot-bellied pig would be a good one, though, actually. Mm-hmm. 
That'd be kind of awesome. Yeah, it could give you plus three to truffle finding. Children in witchcraft. By the start of the 17th century, many children were being punished and put in prison for taking part in witchcraft. What? It was a common belief that witches' children inherited witchcraft from their parents. Oh, genetic. Witchcraft is genetic. Yep. It was often the practice to charge a whole family of witchcraft, even if only one individual was suspected. Okay. Witches who confessed often claimed that they learned witchcraft from a parent. Some authorities, including the author of the 1608 Witch Hunter Manual, Compendium Maleficarum. Got it. Compendium Maleficarum. Sounds bigger. uh, Believed witch parents introduced children to Satan, took the children to Sabbaths, married children to demons, Mm. inspired the children to have sex with Satan, or had sex with Satan with the child present. In 1723, Augsburg, 20 children between the ages of 6 and 16 were being arrested for witchcraft. They were held for a year in solitary confinement before being transferred to a hospital. Oh, because uh, they can, you know, maybe bleed the witchcraft out of them. Well, it, uh, you know, at least they didn't get burned to the stake. That's a step in the right no, direction. Well, just in prison for like several years. A baby step in the right direction. Mm, baby steps. Mm-hmm. I get it. Today, in Angola, Africa, many orphan children are accused of witchcraft and demonic possession by relatives in order to justify not providing for them. Ah, oh, uh, uh, their parents are dead. I'm the uncle. I can't take that child in because that child is a witch. Exactly. Mm. In the Congo, of the estimated 25,000 homeless children living on the streets of the capital city, 60% were expelled from their homes because of alleged allegations of witchcraft. Wow. There's a lot of witchery going on. Mm-hmm. Accusations of witchcraft is the only justifiable reason for the refusal to house a family member, no matter how distant the relation. Uh. Got it. Got it. So if you <laughs> were if you were like a ten year old witch, yeah, you know mm-hmm. what would be your favorite spell? Ooh, like that boy from oh, what was the name of that kid from uh, DC Universe? He was like a little witchy boy, something the witch boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, something something the something witch boy. Something the witch boy. Clarion. Clarion the witch boy. Pop culture referenced. I had no idea who Clarion was. But I did uh, see the Clarion uh, Heroclix character. Oh. And uh, uh, they are quite powerful, actually. But uh, what would be your spell? Your witch boy spell? What would you? Uh, what would be the top of your As a 10-year-old name? boy, what would my spell be? Yeah, like oh, your, the one you pulled out of your, out of your hat. Disappear parents. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Parentium be- disappearium. <laughs> How about uh, ice creamium creatum? You don't need to create the ice cream. If the parents are gone, you just go get it. Because <laughs> that's true. Well, yeah, but then the ice cream's gone and the parents who would replace it are gone. You got like a nice. whole house full of shit to sell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just trading microwaves for yeah. ice cream. Yeah, Don't need it. this king-size bed anymore. No, wait. I'm sleeping in the king-size bed. Don't need this child-size bed anymore. Mm-hmm. Ten- Actually, I'll sell it for a pint of ice cream. Who's buying? <laughs> so what would your spell be? Yeah, like a cone of silence, right? <laughs> like nobody but it could be here to speak but me. So ironic. No, the, the, it would silence everyone else. I would be the only one that anybody could hear. Yeah. Okay, then my spell is a uh, spell-reversing spell. Hmm. All right, counter but, spell, but that well, only, no, that reversing. Only... So he casts cone of silence and it affects only him instead of everyone. Oh. Right, but you and I didn't mirror, even live in the same spell. town. It would like perfect. The, if you didn't oh, live anywhere near, oh my magic is mighty. It I can sense. Other... I can sense at any time that you try to silence yeah. other people you and guys cause are you acting to like you silence. guys are just making this up. <laughs> in the UK, research mm-hmm. by historian and sociologist of witchcraft, Doctor Leo Rukeby, mm-hmm. showed that the problem of child witchcraft accusations was spreading from Africa to countries with African immigrant populations. Mm-hmm. In some cases, this has led to ritualized abuse and murder. 
Oh. This was evident in the high-profile case of Christy Bamu in 2010 mm-hmm. in East London. Christy, a 15-year-old boy, endured a sort of witch trial that lasted for days and included torture with knives, sticks, metal bars, ceramic floor tiles, bottles, and a hammer and chisel by his 29-year-old sister and her partner. Oh. Mm. He drowned on Christmas Day during a ritual cleansing in a bathtub. Bah. Crazy. Yes. Crazy is the correct word. In the news. You guys, are, you guys are listening to some weird news channels these days. <laughs> that's the uh, uh, that's WNN, which is News Network. Nice. <laughs> Hagen, New Guinea. A young mother was burned alive in Papua New Guinea after townspeople accused her of being a witch. Okay. Kapari Leniata, 20, was stripped naked, tortured with a branding iron, ah. and tied up on top of a pile of rubbish topped with car tires. Oh, wow. Oh. oh. That's going too far. Uh, the car tires. Well, it's, it's I get your more reliable long ter- long-term burn. In, in Papua New Guinea. Stinky, too. Yeah, real stinky. And I'm sorry, I didn't mention, this is 2013. Yeah, and this is going to... Um, if you can believe it. ...mask the uh, smell of burning flesh as well, that burning rubber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
She was splashed with yeah, it's pubes. Like, it's like potpourri. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like you put it in the bathroom to cover up the smell of poop. Yeah, it's a witch puri. She was splashed with fuel and set alight by relatives of a young boy who had died earlier in the week. Ah. The relatives accused Leniata of killing him with sorcery. Okay. Yes. Police and firefighters who tried to save Leniata were chased away by a mob of hundreds who came to watch the burning. Wow. Wow. The woman, quote, admitted to killing the boy who died after being hospitalized with stomach and chest pains on Tuesday, end quote. There you go. She admitted well, it. She admitted it at maybe uh, after the branding iron was applied, perhaps? Possibly. Possibly to get the branding to stop? Yeah. Possibly. Maybe. The police chief told local media that those responsible for Leniata's murder would be brought to justice. Right. Many people in the island nation believe in sorcery rather than accept natural causes of death. Right. While in 1971, the Sorcery Act... It technically outlaws the burning of alleged witches. The practice persists. Mm. In 2009, another woman was burned alive for alleged sorcery. Can we... Alleged. I mean, that kind of makes it think that it could have actually been sorcery. Just, just say sorcery. Yeah. Yeah. The director of Human Rights Watch Children's Rights Division said that this incident and other similar killings have become indicative of a larger, more troubling trend. Research indicates two-thirds of women experience domestic violence and 50% of women have experienced forced sex. Mm. The Australian development agency OusAid just Mm. issued a new report identifying violence against women as a major barrier to Papua New Guinea's development. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Guess what? You hold your ladies down, things don't happen as well. Yeah. You know what? Maybe you uh, let your ladies get get, get some Rosie the Riveters out there. 2012 Ghana. There are five... There are six... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a Freudian slip I, I say five every time I mean six too <laughs> Torrin's favorite sexual position is the 59 I got it <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, true. it's like almost yeah. it's just kind of oh, can't quite reach that's what makes it exciting <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I thought it's because you're kind of shaped like a five. Oh, I see <laughs> <laughs> well there's that too <laughs> The angular part at the part of the back of my neck. Uh-huh. There are six witch camps in Ghana where women accused of witchcraft seek refuge from beating, torture, or lynching. Uh, oh, so these are like safety camps. These are like yes. these are like uh, uh, witch havens. Witch havens, right? All right. The camps are said to have come into existence more than one hundred years ago when village chiefs decided to establish isolated air- safe areas for the women. Mm-hmm. They are run by tindanas. Leaders capable of cleansing an accused woman so that not only is the community protected from any witchcraft, but the woman herself is safe from vigilantes. Right. Today, they are still run by local chiefs and accommodate up to 1,000 women in Spartan huts with no electricity or running water and roofs that leak. Uh, Still better than a pile of burning tires. Agree. Mm Mm-hmm. I would rather live in a leaky hut than on top of a pile of burning tires. One 50-year-old woman... Living in one such camp was accused of turning into electricity and killing a family member after he died in an electrocution accident. Oh. So basically, anything can be witchcraft, it yes. seems. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Convenient. Mm-hmm. 82-year-old Samata Abdullai stated, Once people call you a witch, your life is in danger, and so without waiting to pick up any of my belongings, I just fled. Yep. Yeah. That's the smart move. That's exactly what you should do in those situations. For water, they uh, have... the question shouldn't be which or not which, but which way to go. Mm, which way out of here? Mm-hmm. Which way is the fastest? Yeah. For water, the inhabitants of the Kukuo camp walk three miles each day to the river, struggling back uphill with heavy pots of water. 
It's an intolerable way for an elderly woman to live, but it's a life they are prepared to endure so long as they are safe. Mm-hmm. They survive by collecting firewood, selling little bags of peanuts, or working in nearby farms. Golly, if they are real witches, you think they'd be able to make money by casting spells. Right. Mm-hmm. Samata lived some 40 kilometers away in the village of Buli. There she spent her autumn years caring for her grandchildren. Then suddenly, one day, one of her brothers came to warn her that villagers had begun blaming her for the death of her niece, a young girl on whom Samata was accused of putting a spell. Mm-hmm. The alleged witches in these camps are nearly always elderly. More than 70% of residents in Kukua camp were accused and banished after their husbands died suggesting that witchcraft allegations are a way of enabling the family to take control of the widow's property. Of course. You know, when she flees the jurisdiction, it kind of leaves all that property up for grabs. Yep. They go off to hide in the witch sanctuary, and uh, you get all this stuff. It's uh, it's a win-win. I'm guessing this means that women aren't allowed to make their own will and testaments or something like that. Like that if you if she like she can't say if I die it goes to this other person. If I'm burned well, as a witch. Well yeah. it's probably all those things are probably thrown out if when you're, a witch, you're burned yeah. as a witch. Oh how convenient. Yeah, it's like hey, witches can't sign contracts just like people under the age of eighteen. And you're a witch if we accuse you of being one. That's right. And technically it seems to be mostly women. Mm-hmm. So basically fuck you women is what all of this says. The camps are a dramatic manifestation of the status of women in Ghana, says Professor Zodzi Tsukata of the University of Ghana. Older women become a target because they are no longer useful to society. Women who do not conform to society's expectations also fall victim to the accusation of witchcraft. Women are expected to be submissive, so once you start to be outspoken in your views or even successful in your trade, people assume you must be possessed. But, okay, so they are backwards thinking societally, but they do have witch sanctuaries. Right. So... That's something. Like most members of the witch camps, Safia believes in the existence of witches, but feels many women have been unfairly accused. Oh, so she's in there going, this is like prison. She's like, I'm not guilty, but there are women in here who are. Maybe. Right. Yeah, I would like to ask her why she thinks that, given that I'm sure most of her now friends in the camp were Mm. also falsely accused. Yeah, or they say they falsely accused oh. Joy. So she doesn't have any friends in the camp. That's exactly what a I'm witch would say. I'm not a witch, say. but you guys all are witches. That, that is exactly what a witch would say. The Ghanaian government sees the camps as a stain on the reputation of one of the most progressive, democratic, and economically vibrant nations in Africa. Yeah. And said last year it would move quickly to disband them. Uh, this well. article comes from 2012, did I say? Yes. So, and there, uh, mm. I checked, and there are still witch camps as of 2014. Yeah, and here's the thing. If you close the camps, yeah. you need to also keep people from burning witches. Yeah. Yes. They, 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 the two things must go hand in hand. You can't just close the camps and then let the witch burnings go. That would be a bigger stain yeah. on yes. the democracy well, of Ghana. They, maybe the, what they think is the stain is that these witches are being allowed to live. We're so progressive. We've been killing witches for years, and now we've got these camps where they're safe. We've got to get rid of the camps so they just all die off. I suspect the fact that the camps persist is, that means that that's not the case. Sending the women back to their home villages now would be fraught with danger. Uh, yes. Yes. About right. 250 women have been freed so far as part of the Go Home Project, mm. supported by action aid that involved months of meetings between the accused and their former communities. Right. So you have a, a little round table. Hey, uh, Bertha's going to come back into the community. Don't burn her. Right. Here, everyone can meet her one-on-one. She'll promise not to put any curses on you. Well, in fact, uh, Samata has to undergo a ritual, which the entire community believes will determine whether or not she is guilty. She has to buy a brightly colored chicken Uh to offer the resident fetish priest. 
Okay. Uh, the old priest squats on the ground, uttering incantations before cutting the chicken's throat. I'm totally imagining him wearing like a total gimp outfit because right. he's right. a fetish yes. priest. Right. Samata waits anxiously as the chicken flutters in its death throes, waiting to see how it falls. It lands on its back, a sign that Samata is innocent. With smiles all around, she sprinkles holy water over herself and those gathered to witness the ceremony. Right. She now feels she has been vindicated. If she had been found guilty, she would have been forced to submit to another far worse ritual, cleansing ceremony, drinking a concoction of chicken blood, monkey skulls, and soil. It sounds wow. like a dare. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. sounds like a jackass routine. A woman must consume this without falling ill within seven days in order for the exorcism to be deemed effective. If not, she must take it again. Oh, that that. Oh, if I was a demon in her body, I would give her the flu. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not working. But this doesn't mean Samata can go home. Even though she's been proved innocent, the beliefs which have condemned her to a life of exile are so deeply entrenched, she may never be able to return safely. Yeah. Right. Well, it must be time for pop culture then. It must be. Who's your mm. favorite witch, Kevin? Oh, uh, is, uh, I Dream of Genie. <laughs> she's a genie. You lose. Oh, she's not a witch. She's a witch of sorts, isn't she? No. Mm, I like the bare midriff. You're okay. thinking of Bewitched, the other 1960s. Oh, but Bewitched was black and white. I dream genie was in color. Uh, I think Bewitched was became in color. I, I think, never saw it in color. Didn't they both switch? They were both both. I, I can't. Don't know. I only ever saw Bewitched in black and white. And only ever saw I dream genie because you were looking. Uh, you were watching on the color TV set when you watched I Dream of Genie. Oh, you're watching the black and white TV set when you were watching. It's, it's Bewitched. possible. It's actually possible. That's exactly what happened. The but, first season consisted of 30 episodes filmed in black and white of I Dream of Genie. The original Bewitched series. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean. Uh, I, I thought it was entertaining if she could, uh, you know, waggle her nose like that. <laughs> yeah, that's something. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and Bewitched's first two seasons were black and white, and then the rest were color of the total of eight seasons. And then became a movie mm. in 2009 with Nicole Kidman. And Will Ferrell. And Will Ferrell. The much-lauded Bewitched. <laughs> There's been that big trend the last, you know, six or seven years of taking old TV series and turning them into yes. tentpole Movies because you got that brand recognition. Who else was in that movie? Steve Carell. It's 2005, actually. Shirley MacLaine. Michael Caine. Jason Schwartzman. Stephen Colbert. A star-studded cast. Yeah. Not to be missed under any circumstances. Uh, except for the fact the trailer looked horrible. Oh. And it, uh, I don't think it got reviewed very well. 24% on Rotten Tomato. Uh-oh. Yeesh. Yeesh. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't holding out much hope for this one. My favorite witch is Willow from Buffy. Willow. Willow. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, the, what's the worst thing she ever did as a witch? Uh, oh, man. Uh, there was one season on Buffy where Willow got... She, they basically made the, uh, made the story go that she was kind of addicted to using magic. and that Okay, right. Got, then she turned evil for a season, basically. Mm-hmm. She became what they call the big bad for that whole uh, season. The evil boss? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was the, ba- the main bad guy for the whole season. And in it, she hunted down the guy who had killed her lover, her okay. her lesbian lover. Got it. You got the uh, vines to like hold him like spread eagled in front right. of her, and then instantly cast a spell that tore all his skin off. Oh, Ooh, grody. nice! And he then died in horrible pain in oh, front nice. of her. Wow. Yeah, flayed, flayed. Yeah. Did she have a familiar? I don't think she ever had a familiar. I could totally not be remembering right, but if she did, it didn't last very long. I don't think so. No. Torn, do you have a favorite witch? I like Baba Yaga. Oh, good one, yeah. From uh, the Howling's Moving Castle? Which, one's it? Which one is it? The, uh... It's from Russian mythology. Yes. F- Russian folklore. Oh, oh but, okay. But it was in... Slavic mythology. Mm-hmm. I've seen it in Hellboy. 
Not uh, the movie, but the comic books. Got it. Okay. Yeah, she she ha- she rides on a giant pestle or mortar. I can never. I always get those two confused. Uh-huh. She rides in a big cauldron kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, and she has that chicken house. The chicken hut. She has a hut that That's has chicken Where I first heard legs. of her because yeah. it was in Deeds and Demigods, or was it in the Monster Manual, oh. or or was it, or was it? Uh, Babiaga's hut was an artifact in the Dungeon Master's okay. Guide. Okay, Did, you could you could get the hut. That's right. So hold on a sec. So Baba Yaga has the chicken ranch. Yep, the chicken ranch. Really? Huh. I mean, we should go visit it just outside of Las Vegas. That's no, where- I'm scared. Witchcraftery. All right. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, if you mean witchcraft, ladies that uh, take their clothes off for money and perform, uh, oh, uh, uh, carnal acts. I guess that's kind of witchery. <laughs> is it? Yeah. It is. Uh, sure. if you, in case you don't know, the Chicken Ranch was a long-standing brothel. I did not know this. in the legal part of Nevada Ooh. where brothels were legal. Oh, okay. So Baba Yaga is a madam. Oh, why would they call it the Chicken Ranch? I wonder. I have no idea. Okay. Maybe originally it was it a was chicken a chicken ranch. ranch, right? And then they like. Cleared out all the chickens out of the coops and put in the ladies. That's where you and and the chicken lady from. Uh, oh, from the kids in the kids hall, in the hall. Where uh-huh. was was born. Yeah. Ah, that's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Witch Hazel from the Warner Brothers Looney Tunes cartoons? Oh yeah, she's pretty great. And this is one where she uh, gets that spell cast on her and she turns quite vivacious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the then the man in the mirror comes out of the mirror to chase her off. Yeah, hubba hubba hubba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Split a hair. My favorite is always my favorite line of hers is He reminds me of Paul, my pet tarantula. <laughs> classic. Classic. Uh, there were three witches in some Shakespeare play. Uh the Scottish play. Also known as Macbeth, because I'm not at all superstitious. They're much better burgers than McDonald's. Yeah, that's the uh, bubble bubble toil and trouble. Yeah. Where that comes from. What spells do they cast? Well, they serve They're... like more of an oracle function, don't they? They yeah. have the oracular powers. Uh, they they talk about prophecies and you know what's going to happen. Do, do and, yeah, they, they look into their cauldron and see things. Yeah, they tell him that he's going to be king and that his companion, uh, w- that with his companion, he's going to generate a line of kings. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they're kind of obscure what they're talking about. Uh, they kind of set up what's going to happen in the play. Yeah, and then you watch the play and it happens. I always mm-hmm. get these mixed up with the with the with the three witches in Clash of the Titans that all share their one eye. Oh yeah! We should do a mashup Clash right. of the Titans. Macbeth. Yeah, and that's right, and that's how Perseus beats him because it takes their eye away, so yeah. they can't uh, they can't live without it. I have a guilty pleasure a movie that more. I a movie that I really like. Yes, that I uh, I kind of hate that I like it so it's much. Not bewitched. Uh, no, it's called The Craft. The Craft. It, oh, it came yeah. out in the nineties. Did anybody else see this? Oh, movie? this is with uh, Neve Neve Nevu Campbell. Nev. Nev uh, Campbell, yeah, and uh, Feruza Balk, mm-hmm. who uh, was one of my all-time uh, favorites. Pretend girlfriends, one of my pretend girlfriends, totally. Mm. Uh, it, 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 I even have like a personal anecdote of almost making her my pretend girlfriend because I realized <laughs> I was standing in line behind her at Benny's Bagels one time. One oh time. wow! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you're like, I loved you in the craft. You put a spell on me. Uh, uh, that all happened in my mind. I was too intimidated <laughs> to actually speak to her. But she was tiny, right? You know, the classic actress. So you just go like, 
this can't be the person from the movies because this person's like half the size right. of the way they are in the movies. But then you realize, oh, but she's standing next to all other actresses. They all seem normal size, right? right? Because they're all the same. So what uh, was the craft about? Uh, it was about a bunch of uh, high school girls. They'd start dabbling in witchcraft. And right. uh, some of them uh, want to practice white magic. And some of them want to you know, get a little power mad and start uh, you know, practicing black magic. Was there magic. a schism in the coven? In the Coven? Kind of. They were never really like kind of buddy-buddy, but it uh, it splits pretty early on, and then they're all trying to take down the, the like the whiter witch. And Frizzabalk is the uh, is the lead bad girl, bad witch. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of, you know, it's kind of Britney Spears, early Britney Spears era, so there's a lot of schoolgirl outfits and whatnot. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, there's I'm, I haven't watched it in decades, so... Uh, I'm sure there's a heavy nostalgia factor here that's involved. But in like the couple years after it came out, I probably watched it like five or six times. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. I had a, uh, I had a not so soft spot for those girls. <laughs> and then, and then after there. that, you got the internet. And yeah, you yeah. didn't need that for your softcore uh-huh. porn anymore. That movie was the movie where I discovered that Frizzabalk was actually a pretty decent actor. And she yeah. plays Edward Norton's skinhead girlfriend in American History X. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Another of my favorite witches is Kaziah Mason. Well, that sounds like a witch's name. Uh, from the H.P. Lovecraft story, Dreams in the Witch House. Oh, which one is that one? However many hundred years, hundreds of years ago, mm-hmm. the witch that lived in this house uh, in in uh, Salem or, or Arkham or wherever, wherever yeah. in that area there. Miskatonic. Uh, was going through a witch trial and then she suddenly disappeared. Okay. Never to be seen from again. Right. So then decades, hundreds of years later, this mathematician rents this room in this house that right. is the, the witch's house. Right. And then she like visits him in the night and it's all about the mathematical angles to get into other dimensions oh, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I did see this. And one. then there's Brown Jenkin who is a little rat with a human face. Yes, I totally mm-hmm. read this. This was one. made into a Masters of Horror short film. Oh yeah. As well. Uh, Dreams in the Witch House. Yeah, no, I've read that one. Good that, times. That one, was, yeah, it's definitely the whole like uh, dream access to other dimensions yeah. and dreamscapes and whatever. It was very trippy. A very trippy story. It was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Do you like the fact that the rat, the man-faced rat is called Brown Jenkins? I do. Yeah. Who, who couldn't love Brown Jenkins? <laughs> was he a sinister character? He should get his own spin-off remember. series. Brown Jenkins. Brown Jenkins. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. his theme song. Yep. A, l- a little kid show <laughs> yeah. of him, cur- a little animated brown Jenkin rat currying uh, a little human face messages from be witches like a, to the devil. Mm-hmm. Like a psychedelic uh, Sid and Marty Croft show right. with people in big puppet costumes. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I would totally watch that. Uh, yeah, you have some sort of like you know rig where uh, you see this like tiny rat body, but the actor's full human face is like appears to be at the top of the neck, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's just a kind of a cut through and the like setback, yes. whatever, and you have like yes. the, the puppeted body underneath it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that would totally do it. Did anyone see Witches of Eastwick? I was an incredibly devout. Jack Nicholson fan from early, early on. Yeah, I think that's about, why I went to see it. How yeah. did you feel about Cher at the time? You know, Cher was doing was some good stuff at the time. She'd just done Moonstruck. Uh, you know, she's, she was obviously exhibiting some skills in yeah. the acting department. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't letting you down. Also, Michelle Pfeiffer and Susan Sarandon in Witches of Eastwick. Mm-hmm. I had no problem with any of their performances in it. I just, the story overall was just kind of, and let's get weird. It was. Yeah, it was the, uh, you know, Nicholson seducing these three ladies. And yeah. then like the completely over the top finale was yeah. almost more than I could bear. Right. You know, what happened? L- Spoiler for me. A lot of vomiting. 
Okay. Yeah, lot of vomiting. <laughs> and he turns nice. into a giant bad CGI monster. Yeah, they they vomit they, monster. They put some curses on him. They're trying to curse him to get him to go back to hell because he's the devil, right? Oh, and uh, and so that he will you know sort of release his thrall on them, right? This is before or after he was the Joker. This was after. This is definitely after he's he was stepping the up from the Joker to the yeah. devil. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, he he vomits a lot in the final <laughs> sequence because they're like. It's one of the spells they're putting on him to make him miserable and want him to go back to hell where he came from. I like it. So-so movie. It's only okay. It was definitely the beginning of the end of my love affair with Nicholson. Oh. Yeah. He, they, 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 that That's was a turning one, point. Yeah. Well, you, you, you had a like couple of a uh, uh, few good men's or whatever. But it was sort of the long, slow decline to the, his twilight yeah. of his career. It was the first movie where I really felt he was just kind of phoning it in. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to be Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like, but I watched Suspiria. Mm. I don't know this movie. This is the 1977 Dario Argento. Uh, mm. I don't even know how to describe it. Dario Silver. Uh, stars Jessica Harper as an American ballet student who transfers to a prestigious dance academy in Germany, okay. which she discovers is controlled by a coven of witches. Okay. I thought this movie was pretty terrible. Oh, all uh, right. It gets a pretty high rating on really? uh, on the on the internet. Well, with Argento, is there, there's got to be some lesbian sex in there somewhere, right? There was no lesbian sex. Okay. Uh, it was very colorful. It was very... Uh, it was very interesting to look at visually. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I found nothing really made much sense. I didn't understand what was happening. Right? Was it in foreign language and and, and it was dubbed? It I watched dubbed? a dubbed version uh, as opposed to uh, subtitled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, there were maybe two scenes that were that were like kind of legitimately scary, but mostly those were just like a guy with a knife is trying to get into a room and stab someone. Right. So right. not so really... kind of classic horror movie style. Yeah. Scary as opposed yeah. to. Mm-hmm. You know, any sort of witchy suspense thing. So how is it that these witches, uh, like, what's the point of there being a coven there? Don't know. <laughs> Couldn't is, tell you. Is there a, an ending to this? There is an ending. Uh-huh. There's like a... a Does it wrap things there's up There's a master you? witch, and there's a little talk about this. Oh, this witch came over from somewhere. She was ostracized from another community. Right. She started a, a school of dancing and witches. But then it just became a school of dancing. Okay. All right. But... Things are happening in the school of dancing. I Maggots are coming out of the ceiling. Well, dogs are at blind, blind, seeing eye dogs. Dogs that can see, <laughs> not blind ones, <laughs> are attacking their blind masters uh, for no reason. No. Right. People are shouting at each other. What is happening? I'm laughing where I'm not supposed to be laughing. This movie is weird. Okay, so the the academy started out as an academy that appeared to the public to be a dance academy, but it really was a witch academy. It was run by witches, but I didn't understand what the witches wanted, why they were doing the things that they were doing. Right. What was their motivation? And if it's an academy for witches, how does this young, unsuspecting girl gain admission? Like you'd think that they would just say no, no witchy, no entrance. That's well. That's the thing. Like all the people, like a bunch of the people there, like the normal students, right. were not aware of the witchiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the witchiness really was kind of like a secret society. Yes. Yeah. Right. Meeting in the basement, uh, right? After a certain at the witching hour at midnight, and they're like listening to see how many footsteps go off in one direction to find the secret room and right. whatnot. Suspiria is Latin for size. And I was heaving a lot of sighs throughout this movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. Got it. It's such a weird feeling to know you're alive. It's such an awful feeling. You're dying inside. And when you wake up, startled to say, I hope I don't go crazy today. It's such a bad feeling. An ominous feeling. A feeling you know that we'll be back when the week is new. And we'll have more gross facts for you. And you'll have things you want to hear about. We will too. Caustic Soda was recorded by Mike Leeson in a closed carriage tied to an opponent who was hacking at his lower region with his teeth. To comment on episodes, make donations, and for links, images, videos, and show notes, visit causticsodapodcast.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, at Caustic Podcast. Email us at info at causticsodapodcast.com. Thanks for listening. There are six witch camps in Ghana where women accused of witchcraft seek refuge from beating... (laughs) God, what the... (laughs) Beating is hilarious! I just couldn't stop thinking about it. I'm going to start again. Uh